Hello, and welcome to my show, Every Day with an Angel. And today, I'm going to be talking about self-love, right? And, you know, I just kind of came on, and thank you very much, Man on, Man on the Moon, um, for being here. And um, I just felt like I needed to smudge myself, and it wasn't... <laughs> It was too, not too early. So when was the last time you smudged, right? Um, so um, I'm Natasha Venter, and I'm here for you to help you be a little bit better. So please remember that whatever I'm talking about, this is just my perception. What I'm being told to, told to tell you through my guides. And, you know, last show I did a lot of channeling because I was in the middle middle of something um, in my brain. So I just kind of stepped out of the way and channeled and they all gave a message, right? So, um, hi Soba, how are you doing? Glad you're here. And I hope your daughter's doing good. I keep sending love to her for healing energy. If she's willing to receive it, you know, I just wanted to do that, but I was smudging before I came on because I was just feeling that need to do that. You know, I kind of had something that happened to me and, you know, Heron has been in my life a lot and I haven't even looked up what Heron represents. Right. Um, but Heron got into our pond and took many of our fish. So kind of sitting in a grief. I know many of us are going through grief that is in a different way. Um, you know, losing people we love, you know, four legged, two leggers, but these fish have been in my life. Um, uh, you know, um, you know, going through, you know, you know, they've been there since my mom passed. Right. And, uh, this one that we've had since he was just a little guy was this big and he was orange on the bottom and big on top with really fluffy pivots. And, you know, this is the thing when you live out in the country, you get these things, right? Um, I'm going to smudge um, for sure after the show. <laughs> Thank you very much for, um, for, uh, for uh, thinking that, Veronica. You know, it, it doesn't hurt. And, I, you know, I just happen to have this little stick here. It was at the end, so it goes out quickly. But it was just enough to kind of do this, right? Uh, but you know, it's one of those things. So I just felt like I needed to kind of cleanse myself a little bit, you know, because even though these little things, and I'm going to talk about it, I'm going to talk about self-love here, but actually this could segue into it too, that, you know, when we have these little triggers that come along, right, that they do trigger us. And, you know, it's amazing when we get these little moments where something happens in our life, whew, we don't really realize that how much we're on the edge of things, right? We're, we don't realize how much we're on the edge of, I don't want to say um, good, bad, indifferent, right? Uh, but, you know, we go through these things and we're running on just on the edge. And then all of a sudden something like this happens where, whoo, I didn't expect to kind of get hit like this with my emotions, but yep, they're here, you know? And that's one thing that my show, I'm real. You know, and, you know, every day with an angel. And that's one reason why my girlfriend said, this is a name for your podcast now is every day with an angel, because, you know, she knows that I work with things, I work through things and I want to help people go through things. And so with that, that I'd love to be there for you, with you in this journey of life, because we're all going through something, right? And how do we negotiate the story? Well, today I'm going to talk about self-love and, you know, the, and love for those things that we struggle with. 
Well, many of it is, is our emotions, right? We struggle with our emotions when they hit us. And how do we negotiate those, those things, right? How do we negotiate those moments when we're getting hit? And, you know, it's, it's just one of the, it's, it's, how do we do it? How do we negotiate? How do, how do we be ourselves? And, um, going into life and, and negotiating life, we're getting hit so many other directions, so many ways of our ups, downs, ins, outs, that kind of stuff, right? That how do we, we work through this? And, and, you know, I was watching one of my, I'm, I get, and I can, I'm going to slow this down on myself too, is that, you know, those little videos that you watch, you know, you just get on and you have to do these mindless things, right? Sometimes. And, and one was about how, you know, when we wake up in the morning, what's the first thing that we do for ourselves, right? What is the first thing we think of ourselves? What is the first thing that we negotiate with ourselves? Do we wake up and go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, trying to find clothes that fit? Oh, I'm getting fat. Oh, I'm and and we start getting into this story, and and you know, man, woman, child, it doesn't matter. We're all getting hit with this, right? We just think about it in different ways. We all negotiate it in different ways, right? So going into this, you know, how do we how do we think about ourselves? And and that's the mantra of the week: is how do I I love these parts of me that I struggle with, right? And, you know, when we're going into struggle about loving these parts of ourselves, it's not always easy to start loving these parts of ourselves. We can't just jump right in and go, I love you, right? Many times we have to learn to love something. It's time set with it. It's time to negotiate with it. It's time that we need, that we can offer assistance to it, right? And so, what I'm going to offer to you is to look at things a little bit more with an open mind because, you know, I think that many times in our day-to-day -day walk and in the story of who we are and in the negotiation of who we are, that we forget that we are actually miracles. We are actually miracles, right? And with us being miracles, we many times forget that um, that when we are made, can you imagine what it takes to keep our mind working? Can you imagine what it takes to keep our lungs wanting to breathe? Can you imagine what it takes to keep our heart beating? Or our skin, our loving skin, right? That it's movable, it's flexible. You know, yes, it has scars from our living and our doing. But actually, isn't it beautiful? Isn't it beautiful, right? I mean, my hands for many, 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 many years, even when I was younger, look like 80-year-old hands. They just, they've always been kind of wrinkly, right? Well, you know, but they're part of my miracle. And I can respect and honor that of me, right? I can respect and honor that of 
me because of the fact that we all are in the story of what we're doing. And if we really think of ourselves as we are, the miracles that we are, right? That we are breathing still. Our stomach digests what we just ate most of the time, right? Our um, lungs breathe in the air, except for when we're in things like, you know, like a fire or or that kind of stuff, and it's hard to breathe, right? And it says, uh, I don't want to breathe this in, right? But we are in the midst of walking our miracle. And I know that many of us think differently, right? Some of us are on the spectrum. Some of us aren't. Some of us are on the emotional spectrum. Some of us aren't. Some of us are finding out our emotions. Some of us aren't. Some of us are very um, 3D worlds. Some of us are more spiritual, right? But can you imagine what it takes to integrate in what we deal with in our lives? Isn't that a miracle, right? And so when we start thinking of ourselves as the miracle that we are, the spark, you know, they're finally getting um, knowings, I'm going to call it, um, verifications is another word for this, that, that there's actually bright light when we are created. Now, that doesn't mean that life is happening at this moment, but there is a miracle that happened when we are here. And, you know, I understand that if we have made choices not to continue a, um, uh, a pregnancy through or pregnancies didn't come through because of something that went on and we ended up losing our child and my love is with you because it's not easy to lose children, right? That, you know, going into this song and dance of who we are, that the miracle that we are can and does bring in magic, right? What are we? You know, and many of us, when we are born, we don't have judgment, right? We do not have that moment of when we wake up going, oh, my skin is wrinkly and oh, look how blue I am and look how flubble I am and oh, we don't have that. We don't need, we're just taking breath, right? We're having our first insights of where's that voice that I've heard in the womb, right? Where's that voice that I know so well, right? And, and it doesn't even matter if you have to, if you're one of, the, you've adopted somebody, they're looking for a voice, of love and kindness. And we, as those infants, because we once were infants, right? We did not have those judgments about ourselves. And so who brought on those judgments of ourselves? Well, we've had TV, most of us, right? We've had, um, we've had, um, you know, where we had magazines or, or something that, that showed us somebody who is more, I'm going to call it in, with quotation marks around it, beautiful than we are, right? Oh, no, nobody is more beautiful than anybody else. We just are different. We're our unique self. Do you know how, it, how unique we are? 
right? And that's the miracle because each of us is so unique, even if we have someone who looks just like somebody, right? Um, there's a, a someone who subs in our school and he looks just like my nephew, right? Same mannerisms even sometimes the way I notice. But the thing is, though, each one is an individual. Even twins, they are their individual, right? Because it took one twin to make what they are and another twin to make who they are. Even if they're identical, not everything is identical. Each one has their unique personalities, right? So going into this, how do we find love for those parts of ourselves that we struggle with? And that's the mantra. I have love for those things that I struggle with. So coming into it, the one way that I have an understanding is that I, I, ho I hold it. I hold it. Let's say I'm having, I'm, I'm struggling with loving my little, my little finger here, right? Well, I'll hold it. And I'll say, you know what? You do more than I think you do. And I love you. My gut, you know, many of us struggle with extra weight. I know for me, I've been, uh, my liver has been um, talking to me a lot. And I've been on a working on a um, loving path with it. Well, you know what I do? I, I, I start I standing up and rubbing. I rub my liver, right? And I say, I love you. And my spleen, I say, I love you. And, you know, it's that moment where we, we, if we start just saying, I love you, even if we don't mean it, but those words have meaning to them. And so if I can invite you to, to practice something, right? If I can invite you to practice something, that is to start touching those parts of you that you struggle with, parts of you that hurt, parts of you, and I'm touching my knees, right? They don't hurt. They're free from hurt. But, you know, it's that just touching these different parts of you, right? Shoulders, elbows, hands, you know, arthritis type of things. Send love to this moment if you can and, and embrace what they are, who they are, who we are. And I can tell you that when we hold something, touch something that we are struggling with love, It's amazing what can be applied to it, right? Um, yeah, so Veronica says, your body listens to what you say. So always love it. Be positive. Thank you for those words. Yes, Veronica, very so true, right? That, you know, even if you're like, oh, I can't love that. But, but even just saying the words, I love you. It's simple. Just simple words, I love you right? There's no feeling behind it, no emotion behind it, right? But just saying the words, I love you. Game changer. It's a game changer. And words have impact. Words 
always have impact and we've gotten away from words, right? We're texting each other when we're in the same house instead of getting up and walking and asking a question, right? Words have impacts, even if we don't think they do. So going into this knowing and going into this story of who we are, that, you know, people say, oh my gosh, your hair, does it ever drive you crazy? Because it's always so curly. Does it go frizzy? And I go, yes, but I kind of love it. I love it anyways, you know? I love that it is what it is. And that's the thing is that sometimes when we take that moment, that split second of a moment and accept something that it, what it is, accept something for what it is. It could be only a split second, not even a second. It could be a, a millisecond of a second, right? And we accept something where it's at. That's when things can change because acceptance is that moment of, oh, now I can go on, right? It gives us a point. It puts a, a peg in that point, right, of acceptance and moves us on. So if you can accept who you are at that moment, well, I love who you are, you know, and I'm going to love us through change. I'm going to love us through change. I'm going to love us through us getting healthier. And I can tell you that a lot of us who are of the mid-age and we are struggling with menopause and all that, you know, and men have menopause too. So I'm just telling you, hormones are hormones, right? But it affects women differently than men, whatever that is. But most of the time, it's our liver that is unhealthy in our body, right? So if I can have anybody look at anything, look at your hormones and your liver to figure out why things are happening in your body. Because I can tell you, the more that we eat the rotten, the, the not so good things, and the more we um, maneuver through some of these not good things, that it's amazing what our liver goes through. Our liver does so many things. It balances hormones. It digests food. It, it, dies, it digests our emotions. It, it helps um, balance out our thyroid, our, our thymus, our pituitary, our, all these different things, right? And when we're going to, into it, and our, our body is, I don't want to call it a temple, but it is. Even though we are, you know, here in the U.S., our government doesn't necessarily treat it well, right? The way that it mandates our food to be different. So going into this negotiation, if I can have you do one thing for the next, I'm going to say five days, 10 days, right? You pick one thing, an elbow that hurts or, um, or a wrinkle that's driving you crazy or um, a little bit of um, uh, something that's a little achy, right? If I can invite you for, oh, for 10 days, do experiment. Hold it. Just put your hand on it. Show yourself that, you know, hey, I love you, right? I love you. Holding onto your elbow, holding onto your neck. If your neck hurts, I love you, right? Practice that. Maybe do it first thing in the morning and at night, right? And if you can, 
send it love, even if you don't love it, send it love to say, I love you. Use the words. Don't have to have anything meaning behind it, but say the words. And in that moment, when you say those words, if you can, through that time, start practicing putting a little bit more emotion into that statement, right? That is for the better. And when you can do that, see the difference in how something feels. And gratitude is part of love. So even if you have to change your words from I love you, that I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful, Nick, that you're still in my life so that you can hold up my head, right? Even if it's kind of achy. I'm grateful, shoulders, that you hold on to my, um, my arms so that my arms can move, even if I can't move them all the way, right? So gratitude for what you have. It doesn't matter what it is, right? Because everything is a miracle in its own right, in its own knowing. And I think that is the one unique thing that we have on this planet. When I check in with other planets and other solar systems, that we have this uniqueness with this physical tendency of a body. This physical tendency of a body is unique to our planet. This look that we have, our bone structure, right? Our height, the way that our DNA is set up is unique for this planet. What a miracle that is, right? And, you know, for me, I classify miracles as not necessarily... Uh, Mother Mary shining up into a bright light, right? That's that's a miracle, yes. But I consider finding a parking spot in the moment where it's pouring down rain and you're carrying something that's very important. That to me, and that parking spot is close to the building. That to me is a miracle, right? When the universe is in sync with you, when you are in sync with the universe, that's a miracle. So if I consider that a miracle, our lungs breathing, wow, isn't that a miracle, right? So going into this, it is so validating to the body to hear the words, I care about you. I, the personality of the being that you are, for me, it's Natasha, the personality of Natasha, cares deeply for thy Natasha, the body. I care. So sometimes, you know, we don't care as well as we want to. We're not eating the things that we should, right? I bought cookies. Body is saying, why did you do that, right? So. I still want them. My taste bud likes them, right? But it's taken me over a week to eat those cookies. I'm honoring my body by saying thank you for telling me I won't buy them again. Yet, I want to enjoy them for a little bit longer, right? So I love you for digesting them until the package is done, gone. 
We never know where we're at and how precious that moment is until we're five years past it and we go look back and go, wow. So I'm going to invite to you, enjoy, be motivated to appreciate what you have now. Because I can tell you that even if you are better in five more years, like I was, am, my liver has healed so much in the last three to five years. And other organs, my adrenals, my pituitary, my thymus, my thyroid, my... Right? And I can appreciate it now because I appreciated where it was. And I can tell you, even when I was eating just celery and pea to butter most of the day, that that moment, I was appreciating that I was just even eating those. Right? I was grateful for that moment that I could still eat something, that I didn't have to go into starvation, right? Because my body was in disharmony. And the only way we can get out of disharmony is to, and to get into harmony is to find a balance and, and compassion, love, care, support, gratitude is one of those things. So, be honorable to yourself. Now, I'm going to step into how do we love, find love for those around us, right? Because if we're str having struggle loving ourselves, what is it like to try to love something that we struggle with? You know, um, let's say, you know, there's a somebody on TV that we just, there's something about them we, that we just don't like. Well, I can tell you probably in a past life that you had some ups and downs with that person, right? Or somebody like them in that energy field. Because they're here to teach us something, right? So I can tell you that the people that have been in my life to teach me, my naysayers, my... Um, my strugglers, my um, disbelievers, my people who are around me. Sometimes I couldn't love them, but I could care for them. I can care that they were a human being. I can care that they had something that was a teachable moment, right? And when we have these teachable moments here, What a gift for us to believe in it. What a gift for us to believe in it. That every teachable moment is something that is valuable. So Veronica says, I'm showing my body appreciation and love by going to my a chiropractor. Thank you. You know, I'm going to tell you, my dad was a chiropractor, so I slip into that lifestyle very easily. And I can tell you that I found the right chiropractor. And he has set me on this road with my understandings and my gifts of knowing my body. Gifts of knowing my body, right? Because I talk with my body. I interact with my body. And my body and I communicate. So there's been times I walk into my chiropractor and I say, there is something off. I don't know what's off. 
it's a it's something there's something and he he does his thing he goes oh your thymus was off we turned it back on oh thank you and i can tell you that um i was having some struggles moving things i was having a struggle getting moving i i wanted to do something but i had a hard time jumping over that edge and he said that my thymus was kind of in disharmony right I'm taking some um, some stuff to help me keep it on, right? And boy, I'm finding, I think that if I didn't have to deal with the loss of my fish today, which I know that's a simple grief, but yet it's a, it's a trigger, that um, I probably would have gotten a lot more done today. Who's to say? Who's not to say? But showing appreciation and gratitude for what we have especially when it hurts. Showing compassion and kindness to someone who we don't necessarily have to work with by any means. You know, what can we do if we know that this person keeps abusing us? Do we have to let them in our life? No, but we can still have compassion for them. Thank you for teaching me what I needed to know. Thank you for that wisdom, right? And that's what this full moon, now we're starting to go into the shadow effect of Mercury in retrograde, right? And it's in Sagittarius. So Mercury is going to be in Sagittarius uh, and, and in Capricorn. So it's going to be floating in those different things. And, you know, there's a theme to every Mercury in retrograde, right? Well, I can tell you that with what the full moon set up, have you noticed that you're starting to find some patterns that you want to break? I know for me that my mom was almost a horror. I'm not a minimalist, right? I like order though. I like things to have a place. But I was starting to notice I was straight dropping things along, just leaving things, not caring, right? And in that moment, I realized that the pattern of who my mother was at the time in her life, that she was at the same time my life right now, well, actually a couple of years earlier, that she was starting to really hoard. She was a hoarder. Thank you, Mom. I love you for giving me the awareness of that pattern so that I can recognize it in myself so that I can be a better me. So with that, check in to see what patterns are starting to pop up for you. And sometimes when we're working with people who we do not care for, or they trip us up, they trigger us, they um, we cannot find compassion for them very well, check in to see what teachings they can teach you, right? Are they teaching you boundaries? Are they teaching you compassion in spite of it? Are they teaching you these moments, right? When we go into these moments of, of putting a wall up, funk, right? No. That we sometimes don't see that moment where healing can happen. And healing has an opportunity right now to be huge. And August isn't going to be a huge, huge month of really 
tipsy and tossing, turnings, except for our own emotions, which is going to be grief through the holidays, right? It's going to be um, struggle. Um, old patterns are going to come up. Um, I know that my daughter is going to be coming. I'm from New Mexico. And, you know, it's been three, four years since we've seen each other. So what are we going to do when we come back together again and have those old patterns? And I can tell you, I can tell you that this little guy, my little kitten, is going to be in the house new when my daughter comes. What is the universe really planning here, right? What is this? Um, he's, he's meant to teach us something, right? He was too much of a calling for me to get, not to have it. So what is it that these people who we have conflict with here to teach us? And when we come into life with a little bit more proactiveness, boy, my naysayers, every time I have a naysayer, they get me on the path of making sure that I know what I want to do. And, you know, I call my husband a, a, a recovering narcissist. And I can tell you that when he has his spiralings or did have his spiralings, that there was many times where I would just go up and hold him. Just hold him. And he would say, what are you doing? And I said, I'm holding you. <laughs> there again, like my body, I love you in spite of it. What did I do for him? I loved him in spite of him, right? In spite of us. Takes two to tango, right? And so, you know, looking into the eyes of an innocent, right? Looking in the eyes of an innocent little one who's got a deep, deep soul, right? That what can we do with our story? What can we do with who we are? And, you know, at this minute in time, I feel Mother Mary wants to come in. And what is a woman who had to love people who killed her son, who deemed him a negative person? How did she negotiate love? So I'm going to get out of the way, and I'm going to channel a message from Mother Mary. And then after this message, I'm going to pull some Oracle cards. So be ready. I don't know what deck I'm going to pull yet, but if you want a certain deck, those who know my decks, please let me know. Mother Mary is coming in. Take a couple deep breaths, please, and let her sit with you as she comes forward into this moment. Dear children of mine, I love you so much. Your blessings are coming for you, my dears. And when you love this body, 
which is so unique in its makings. And it's been making since, oh, what you would call them, the the cat, the, the cab, the, the cat, oh, the cavemen is what they called them. But they were magical in their moments because they were part of the gene pool of who you are today. And look how perfectly imperfect they were, those cavemen, right? So primal. You still have that primalness in you, my children. And when we go into these moments of understanding that we are who we are, and what a blessing for you to be alive today. And I know many of you are in the moments of saying goodbye to those where the bodies are just, they're done. They've had their time on this planet. They were once a baby, born out of, out of, out of moment, into toddlerhood, and into young person, into the, the younger teenagers, and then into teenagers. Oh, I love those teenagers, how spiteful they are. And then into adolescence, and then into adulthood, and then into, oh my gosh, the beings that you are today. I love you so much. I wish you knew how much every cell, atom, and nanonites, whatever they are. There's so many names for all those little magical little moments of magic. I want you to believe, my children, that when you sit in hope, when you sit in alignment, and when you sit in joy, and when you sit in love, and you sit in acceptance, and when you sit in just understanding that you are, as this dear one said, a miracle, that it does change your world, my children. It changes your world. So believe, believe that you are this miracle. And remember that every single person that you work with and walk by and interact with are just as much as a miracle as you are. Oh, isn't that a joyful moment? But yet every single one of you has a personality. Oh, <laughs> and each one of you has a role to play in the game of life. And we forget that it's a game of life, my children. So if you struggle with someone, let them be them. You don't have to listen. You don't have to walk by. You can turn off that TV system, you know, that, that, that blob thingy that, that keeps talking negativity. Oh, turn on music. Find joy. This one's found Peter Gabriel lately, and it's just been so joyful listening to all those little songs that he's been making of joyful life. Feel blessed, my children, and know that everybody is on their individual path to learn their experiences and lessons. Ooh, breathe in love. Breathe out love. Breathe in love. Breathe out love. Breathe in love. Breathe out love. Practice that. 
when you wake up in the morning and when you go to bed or when you are ready to sit in the car before you head home. Whenever you can, breathe in love, breathe out love, breathe in love, breathe out love. The word love is one of the most magical words that we can say. Miracle is the other one. Put those two words together, my children, and you'll find home. You'll find home. My love is with you. And know that I walk with every single one of you in my own way and in your own way of your uniqueness. And so I love you all. Oh, and I, it's my favorite time of the year to go shopping. <laughs> oh, but sales are the key word. <laughs> love you. Remember, don't be shy if you feel like you need to walk somewhere. I may be like tickling you a little bit and saying, go, 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 go in there. Because you just might find that little magical moment for, that, for just that special right price. Believe, my children, believe, because you are the miracle. My love is with you. Namaste. Thank you for letting me do that. Thank you for letting me vulnerable enough with that. Um, yes. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Soba. I appreciate you being here to witness that. Yes, I do channel. It's not something that I do often, and I am um, opening up more and more to that. Um, I know that you've had a private session with me, and sometimes it doesn't always give um, inspiration to do that, but... Uh, there's many times where I, Mother Earth comes in too. So, the thank you for trusting me with that person. Uh, that you know, because Mother Mary is one of those mothers that it doesn't matter what you believe in, she comes as a joy. She comes in as love. So believe in that if you can. So I'm going to be pulling some oracle cards. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. I'm going to do wisdom. I think of Avalon. I'm also going to do Ascendant Masters. I think those are the two that are going to come. Uh, oh, the Fairy Deck. I will do that. So the Fairy Deck. Um, so the Ascendant Masters, Avalon, and the Fairy Deck. I have another Fairy Deck, but I don't know it as well, and it's a lot of reading, so I'm, I don't pull that one out doing this one. So the Fairy Deck. So Fairy Deck and uh, Masters. Send it masters and Avalon. And right now it is 444 in my time because I've seen 333, 444. So some magical numbers are coming forth. So um, who would like a card reading? As I find out, I will clear the decks. So I'm waiting for someone to say something here. Remember, if you are on um, Twitter, that you might want to go over to um, uh, my YouTube channel, Natasha Venter AC, uh, because of the fact that I don't get, um, uh, whatchamacallit, um, I don't see your comments here for some reason. Uh, I would please. Uh, so fairy deck is what I'm assuming. 
for you since you asked for the fairy deck. Okay, so I will do this for you. Uh, yes, a card, please. So can you tell me, Soba, which one that you would like? Would you like the Ascendant Masters? Um, or would you like um, the Wisdom of Avalon? And or the Fairy Deck? And I will do the Fairy Deck here for Veronica real quick. So... So, Veronica, you know the story of how to do this. Put the intention out there. You know what question you want to hear. And I kind of feel the energy of that. So, Veronica. Boy, they want me to shuffle this deck, don't they, for you. Okay, it's coming out. Let me start here. There we go. Oh, oh, okay, so this one right here is talking to me. Get some exercise, my dear. That's the one it is. Get some exercise. So, um, as your body becomes stronger, you begin to feel stronger in all ways. So what the message for this is, my dear, is to um, that when you going through a lot of stress, when we go through a lot of stress, it's important that we move our body because if our mind is working a lot, our body need, is action. It, the more action our body gets into, the more that, um, that we can flow and process what our emotions and our body is or our mind is doing. So when we get into exercise and movement, it does help. I know for me this Saturday, this Friday night, I'm going dancing for about probably seven hours. <laughs> so, but I've been moving around the house too. So move the body, move the emotions, move the, um, move the mind. And it just takes a little bit of movement to do that. Um, a little bit of swaying of the hips, a little bit of, you know, um, moving the arms. Yeah, doing something physical as you get stronger, you get stronger. Okay, I hope that helps you, Veronica. Let's see. And then, uh, Soba, uh, did you say what card you wanted? Uh, I'm almost hearing Ascendant Masters for you. Uh, makes sense. Thank you. You're more than welcome. It's a simple concept, but it's huge. Uh, Ascendant Masters, that's what I thought. <laughs> I was feeling that for you, uh. So, but I guess I'm intuitive a little bit, huh? <laughs> so, Ascendant Masters. Okay, but this is um, so, but so yes, Veronica, I just finished this up with you. Um, that I know as winter comes up, and a lot of us that live in the north here, um, northern region, we, we get sopped in by snow and it's really hard to move. But that's where if we can turn on music, if that's where we um, can do. Um, some lunges as we're moving from one end of the room to the other end of the room, you know, doing something within your body's abilities uh, that um, even sitting there, tighten up your butt cheeks when you're sitting in the car, right? Doing something that's physical can help us move a lot of what we're going through. Okay. So this is for Soba here. Woo! 
almost had a whole deck. Ah! Who's gotten up there? Hmm. Detach from drama. Detach from drama. So, uh, Pallas Athena. Pallas Athena, detach from drama. So, um, and Veronica, actually, I'm going to um, get some exercise. I'm going to read that too for you, but um, I wanted to move on too because I'm going to get short on time here. Um, Pallas Athena, so detach from drama. Uh, what card number? Uh, let's see. Pallas Athena. Number are you? Oh, it might help if I get the right card, right one, right? <laughs> Read the right book, Natasha. Pallas Athena. Okay, just a second here. Gotta find it. Power, love, power, love, power, love, perfectionism, um, retreat to nature. Where is Pallas Athena? Oh, detach from drama. Read the right part here, Natasha. It's funny how you get called detach from drama, Pallas Athena. Okay. Boy, look how she's kind of giving it up, right? She has her sword in one hand, but yet she puts up the other hand of surrender, right? Okay, so Palestina, you've been drawn into upsetting world of human egos by focusing upon the drama. Although it's nothing more than a story, the drama feels frightening to you. This card comes to you as a help hand in finding your way out of the story by detaching from it the drama. Don't get pulled into the various plots, twists, turns, and characters of the drama. Instead, view the movie that you know will be a happy or at least resolved ending. Of course, You'll have compassion for everything, everyone involved, yet you don't have to let the drama pull you down in a way, in any way. As you focus upon the positive, you'll bring in positive resolution. Additional meaning, let go of the attempts to make everyone happy. Allow others to make their own choices in life. Don't delay your life purpose in focusing upon other people's issues. Avoid gossiping about or judging others. Pallas Athena is the, is the Grecian, Grecian goddess of wisdom who became the patroness of Athena, of Athens. Sorry about that word, dyslexic here. In a contest with the ocean god Poseidon. The term palace is one given by the Greek deities and her more common name simply Athena. She is war goddess who uses wisdom instead of weapons. 
to win conflicts. Call upon Pallas Athena for help with a conflict or a situation calling for wisdom. Wow. Well, you know, um, thank you for saying that, Soba, because I wasn't getting that it was like drama of people, but sometimes we get caught up in our day-to-day, -day, and I know that you just went through a situation with your daughter, and you've put this out here on air so um, that's uh, a couple shows ago, so that's why I know you can say it. And that itself can have drama. Am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? How is my family doing this? Am I making her more important than the rest of the family? If, Drama can look like many different things. It doesn't have to be people. And it's a situation. And that's the thing is, is that we forget that things have drama to it. Things have drama. And when we get into the day-to-day -day life, like me today coming home and finding out that most of our fish are gone because of the heron, that was a drama thing, right? Do I get pulled into that drama? Well, every ending is a new beginning. I know part of me was attached to this house because of the fish, right? What's the universe setting me up for? Do I step out of the drama of it? Do I step out of the, 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 that, that ins and outs of that and just honor the grief moment, honor the emotions that are hitting and letting me find the path that the universe wants me to see that this journey is on? right? So I'm hoping that that little story that I said that I could really be in drama of what's happening. I could have canceled the show because I could have been in such a twist and turns of the, of the grief, right? But I didn't. I didn't let that moment take control. I interacted with that moment so I can be a person who can present this moment for others around me to help them process what's going on in their life. I know me miss um, having fish to a pond, but I can tell you though that many of these fish came to me during major points in my life and they signify that just like my cat who represented the, um, the last seven years of my husband getting sober and the or the last seven years of him drinking and the last seven and the seven years of him being sober right well those two moments and when she passed away on my day of my last job that came into my life to support me in this journey right gave me enough hours to have health insurance but there's a reason for everything and if you sit in the drama of it it pulls you down that rabbit hole. And that's what I, that's what I, I have a feeling this card was representing. It wasn't the people. It was your life's journey. Be careful about being in the drama of it, making those decisions, making those, having to make, you know, how do I do this? How do I do that? Right. How do I do it? Right. There is no right. There's no wrong. Right. How do you do it? Staying out of as much drama as you can while making decisions. I hope that helped, um, Soba. I really hope that helped. Um, because I don't get a feeling that it's about people. I think it's more about situations in your life. Okay? Is there anybody else who would like a card um, that is watching? I would love to pull in one more card. And I might pull a card for, for, um, for everyone. So yours... 
I know was um, get some exercise, but I, I, I'm getting a feeling that um, that they would say uh, the, about the same thing that I said for you. Uh, but I think that that's what everybody right now can get some exercise and I think would be good, especially with the energies um, that's going on. Um, so get some exercise. Uh, da -da. Play, dance, and run around daily can keep themselves in good physical shape. This is a fairy for you, right? I got your point. Thank you, Soba, for understanding that. Because sometimes we don't think about it as, as a thing. Who, how are we going through something, right? Because sometimes drama is how we react to it. But going into exercise, and this might be good for you, Soba, too, is um, the fairies know, this is about your card, Veronica, um, the fairies know the importance of physical activities. They play, dance, and run around daily to keep themselves in good physical shape. Moreover, they know exercise is the secret to lasting energy, health, and happiness. It's a wonderful stress re reducer that can improve every area of your life, including your career, finances, relationship. They drew this card because your body is crying out for <laughs> to get your heart beaten um, or muscular stimulation. If you ask the fairies, they'll find you, they help you find the time and motivation to exercise in a fun way. Okay, so that was the card that I read for you. Um, so thank you very much for being here. Um, and let's see, I'm going to pull one card that is for everyone. And I, uh, thank you. <laughs> um, oh, you have to fit uh, about, yeah, no, it's okay. Um, everything happens for a reason, It's but it's just an ending with a new beginning and it hurts. So thank you for understanding that. Okay, so I'm going to pull a card. <laughs> I told you. Ooh, hawk, hawk, hawk. So this is for everyone, right? Um, uh, th this is um, hawk. So I'm going to read what hawk represents. So hawk is the 11 card. So 11 is about the energies of, of life, right? So let me read about hawk. Let me get to the, the hawk page here. This is for everyone. So hawk. When Hawk appears, expect them a message to help deliver to you, to aid you in your quest. Perhaps a telephone call from a friend will help you solve a mystery, or a chance meeting with someone may solve a riddle. You may literally see writing on the wall or overhear a conversation between strangers that reveals your own answers unexpectedly. You will know it when it happens. Be open to messages from others and be aware of omens and signs in nature. The world is constantly attempting to communicate with us, but we humans being ha have forgotten how to listen. So remember who you are and inter, 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 
part of the greater mystery of life. You are a big part of the mystery of life. Listen and learn. This is a gift of Hawk that he, as he soars into your life from Avalon's skies. So, in other words, the universe is really interacting with us. Miracles. But start, as I was talking about loving those things we struggle with, if you can, start finding who you are by loving you in spite of it, in spite of what is happening in your life. If you have a conversation, like I had um, a moment where um, I broke my, um, uh, my, my bowl that um, has been in the gen, I broke the lid of it. And what words came out of my mouth? I'm having an amazing day, aren't I? <laughs> I'm having an amazing day, aren't I? Right? I said that. I'm like thinking, boy, I have really worked with myself, huh? In other words, I, I was having a really actually fricked up day that day. Woke up with a really bad dream and then tumbled down the hill, right? And then didn't cook the roast right, didn't, you know, broke something that was important to me, even though it was just a bowl, right? And, you know, it's, um, it, it's one of those things that when we say those words to ourselves, aren't I having an amazing day, aren't I? Right? But it said the positive words. So believe in that. So Natasha, when will you start a group to learn how to connect with our intuition. You know what? I'm grateful you asked. I have a lot of people that I would love to reach out with that. Um, I will look into it after the new year. Yes, I will. I'm being told yes. Um, so look for it around. Um, I will reach out to you and see when it will work. I have a lot of people who are on the East Coast and the West Coast and you know, a lot of different places. And so um, I would love to um, interact with that. Yes. Um, thinking as I'm speaking. So thank you. Uh, so but very much for, for engaging with that. Let me look at that and see. I know that I'm running a couple. I, I can start up some book studies. Uh, let's see. Yes. You got me thinking. Thank you, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that wisdom. Um, and then I will look at that. And then I need to look at what day reaches out better for myself and others and see how it works. So thank you very much for planting that seed. I will plant that seed and let it grow. And it look for some information uh, coming out in, um, I hope, Soba, that you are on my newsletter. Uh, I will send it out in my newsletter. And um, I will start posting it on um, my show here, too, starting in January, because I need to get through a couple weeks here. And then I will start thinking about the new year. So probably we'll make plans for it to start in February. Um, but January is when I'll get it moving and get it motivated. So thank you all for watching. Thank you all for being here. What a miracle each one of you are. I'm so grateful that you are with me. And um, what a blessing you are. And I hope the words that Mother Mary can't remember what they are now. I wasn't really here while she was saying them. Um, but thank you very much for um, letting her be here to show you love. Blessings to you all. Remember, I'm here next Monday or next Wednesday at four o'clock Pacific time. Susie Parker Goins is going to be with us. 
do not know what we're going to talk about yet, but it'll be her last time with us for a little while. And um, never know where the magic of, of our conversation will go. She's another fellow intuitive that I love so much. We will be with each other on Wednesday. I hope the um, my uh, Every Day with an Angel sh podcast shorts are helping you. And uh, look for those Monday through Friday. If you are liking anything that you are hearing, please make an appointment with me at angelicclarifications.com because I can help you personally through what you're working on. Uh, and I would love to support you in this journey of yours. And if you know of anybody who likes podcasts, this show gets put up on um, spot, um, put gets put up through Podbean and it is on Spotify and a lot of different platforms. Blessings to you all and may the magic of your miracle start shining in your body, shining in your soul, shining in your emotions, shining in your mind so that you and your body so that you can be the magical self that you are. I'm Natasha Venter, angelicclarifications.com. Bye now. Blessings to you.